Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Don't change that channel. You're still in the right place. We just changed the intro for a special series for the month of November. Can you guess what it's all about? Here's a hint. Thank you very much, so Mr. Roboto. Thank you. Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Thank you. Mr. Roboto. All right, mister, what do you think? You know... That's a great question. Yep, domo arigato, Japanese for thank you very much. So what are you thankful for? What are you thanking? What you thanking? This is the last of the What Are You Thanking series to prepare us to have the best Thanksgiving we could possibly have. Today I want to talk to you about um, what you do if Thanksgiving isn't always so happy for you. So I want to talk about that in a little bit. Before I do, I want to uh, go back to, uh, I, taught at a, I taught a class at a school years ago, and I asked them in that class to tell me something they were thankful for. I told them you can't use the big three, your family, your friends, and your faith, or your health. We all know that. And those are the default go-tos we're thankful for. But I think to increase our thankfulness, we got to start thanking for little things. In fact, I want to give you an exercise here that's going to help your Thanksgiving in a tremendous way. It's going to help your Thanksgiving inside, not just your Thanksgiving day. Um, and it's, it's starting a happy journal, a thankful journal. You can call it whatever you want, but um, it's a journal that I, I, I actually sell them and when I go and speak places, but you can get a journal anywhere and um, find even just a piece of paper or a you know a notebook and put it beside your bed and make this make this goal that you will not go to sleep until you write down three things that you're thankful for. Why is this important? Well, because when you increase your thanksgiving, you increase your thankfulness, you increase your happy. The happy goes right along with it. You can't increase one without increasing the other. So what's going to happen is probably this. You're going to go to bed the first night and you're going to say, oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to see your, your journal right there, your happy journal or your notebook, whatever. And you're going to think to yourself. And by the way, if you want to buy one of those um, happy journals, uh, you can just contact me at stevo at stevohays.com, S-T-E-V-O at S-T-E-V-O-H-A-Y-S.com. Uh, there will be a link in the, in the show notes there. You can email me and um, let me know you'd like one. I'll send them to you. They're five bucks plus shipping and handling. But you can get a journal from anywhere. And when you go to bed that first night, you're going to see it sitting right there. Ours have a great big, they're kind of a cool, like a leather feel kind of a journal with a um, a big old happy face on them because this is going to increase our happy in a big way. And the first night, you're probably going to say, oh, that's right. I forgot to write down three things I'm thankful for. Okay, what am I thankful for? And you're probably going to mention the majority of the big three. You're probably going to mention your family, your friends, your health, your faith, something like that, right? And you're probably going to forget about it the next day, too, and you're going to go to bed that night, and you're going to think, oh, that's right. What am I going to be thankful for? And here's the rules. You can't repeat something. You can't say the same thing uh, that you've already said before. So now you're going to come up with, with three new things that you're thankful for, and you're going to – it might take you a little bit longer. Well, you know, I I like food, and um, I like my spouse or my kids or – 
something like that, you know, and, and you're going to accomplish something. It might take a little bit longer, but you did it. And by the third or fourth day, when it, it takes you 15 to 20 minutes to even come up with three things, you're going to be the next day thinking, I can't do this again tomorrow night. I've got to be paying attention tomorrow for things I'm thankful for. And all day long, when something happens, you're going to go, oh, that's right. I can write that in my journal. And that night, you'll probably have a handful of things that you can write down. In fact, from there on out, you're probably going to have a handful of things that you can write down that you don't even have to think much on because all day long, you are thinking about it. You know, kind of like putting your homework off to the last second, and then you're racking your brain and you're all stressed out versus to doing your homework a little at a time. This is kind of the same concept. When you wake up in the morning and you think, what am I going to be thankful for? And when little things happen, like a parking spot opens up right in front of the gym. I always like it when I'm going to the gym that I don't have to walk to the front door, <laughs> you know. Or, um, you know, like I was on the plane um, yesterday, and uh, they gave me, I ordered a little snack pack thing. They gave me the wrong one. And so what's to be thankful about that? Well, I just said, is this the one with the, this has all the health stuff in it, like hummus and things like that. I'm like, I want the one with the meat and cheese and crackers, you know? So, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me get you another one. Now I could have, could have got bent out of shape that she gave me the wrong one, but what's that going to do? You know? So she brought me a new one and then she said, oh, by the way, you can keep the old one. I thought, isn't that kind of cool? Um, and, and little things that happen to you throughout the day, you're going to be thankful for sun. You're going to be thankful for heat. In fact, let me tell you a little bit about um, some of the things that we wrote down in class that day when I interviewed my class. And I said, what are things that you're thankful for other than faith, friends, family, that type of stuff? Here are some of the things that they said. They're thankful for Seattle. They love to live in Seattle. One guy said, I'm thankful for audiovisual. I never even thought about that, but wasn't for audiovisual. We couldn't have this podcast. We couldn't listen to our music. We couldn't, you know, watch the videos and the things that we do. So one person said audiovisual. One person said golf. I believe that was me. <laughs> I love golf. I'm so thankful that I can go golfing. And I'm thankful that I live in an environment where I can do it all year long if I want. Um, my wife on the piano, that was me for sure. I love listening to her play on the piano. It's so cool to listen to her play and sing. Humor. Uh, they're thankful for the environment. Um uh, one person said they're thankful for vibrate or for vibration. And I thought that's kind of strange. And I asked him, what do you, what do you talk about that for? He says, well, think about it. if it wasn't for vibration, we couldn't communicate through language with each other. I mean, right now you're listening to me speaking, which is a bunch of vibrations in the air. Vibrations are what make music. It what makes voice. It what makes sound. And so he's thankful for vibration. I thought, man, that is so cool to even think like that. That's why I love asking these questions. In fact, I asked some other people what they're thankful for. I'm going to get to them in a second. But uh, one person said they're thankful for grace. They're thankful for um, Mountain Dew, uh, processed sugar. One person said they're thankful for this, this school that they were in. I thought, wow, how cool is that? They're actually thankful for their school. Um, indoor plumbing. I mean, I'm telling you what, things we take for granted, indoor plumbing. I mean, all I know is when I go and stay at my friend's cabin and then it dawns on me on the way there, oh, I better stop at McDonald's because I'm not going to have indoor plumbing for, you know, until I leave that cabin. I have to go to an outhouse. And uh, so I'm thankful for indoor plumbing. Thankful for airplanes, you can get somewhere, you know, across the country in hours instead of months or days or weeks, whatever. Some person said they're thankful for people. That's a great attitude to have. Instead of seeing people as a as a pain, see them as something to be thankful for. Of course, many of them said video games. They're thankful for laughter. Thankful for snow. Thankful for sun, for the beach. Thankful for naps. Obviously, that was probably mine too. But there were some guys in there that actually liked naps, and they were in high school. 
I'm thankful for, uh, I was thankful for, for mentors in my life. Uh, for air conditioning, I mean, man, where would we be in our cars or in a house if it wasn't for air conditioning? What about heating? You know, thankful for electricity. Um, one person said they're thankful for waking up in the middle of the night. And what they meant by that is, I mean, think about it. When you wake up and you're like, oh, what am I doing waking up? And then you roll over and you realize that you still got like five hours of sleep to go. Oh, there's just something about wrapping that blanket around you and cutting with that blanket, knowing you can go back to sleep and uh, you don't have to wake up for five more hours. They were thankful for that. And so... When you're filling out this happy journal, that's that's what's going to happen. You're you're going to wake up. And you're going to start noticing things to be thankful for. Well, now what that's going to do is it's going to create in you this habit of I better think of something I'm thankful for. Or I'm going to be up to you know I'm going to be up ten, fifteen, twenty minutes tonight, half hour trying to figure out things that I'm thankful for, and it just creates this environment of being thankful in your day. Now people don't get in the way as much because you're more thankful. When you're more thankful, you're, you're more happy. Um, when you're thankful. For the things you have, you, you're not discontent about the things that you don't have. Does that make sense? I mean, it's kind of hard to focus on the things I have and then then complain about the things that I don't. And so when you're thankful, you tend to get rid of being discontent and saying the things that I don't have. When I'm not thankful, all I can spot are the things that I wish I had, the things that I don't have. And so when you fill out that happy journal, um, that thankful journal, whatever you want to title it, um, it will change your whole thankful meter. Your meter will go way up and so will your happy meter as well. Here are some of the things that uh, I interviewed some some happy lifers, some of them are happy lifers uh, that listen to the podcast and some of them are, are soon to be happy lifers. Um, but I interviewed some of them on what they were thankful for. And this is what they said. Uh, I'm John and I'm just thankful that uh, I, I have a job. I'm thankful for rest. I'm thankful for rest. Maybe that's time in the lazy boy after a long day of work, a good night's sleep, or a day off. But I'm thankful for rest. Yeah, I am, am super thankful for the lock on my bathroom door. I have three boys, and so private time away from children is precious. I just not thankful enough for my wife. Yeah, I'm thankful for two cars. Uh, even though they're not our dream cars or like the cars that are most functional in this season. I have a Taurus with a hitch on it, so it's not a functional car, but it works. Okay. When one car goes down, we cry and complain that we only have one left that's working, and uh, we take for granted that we have two that's functioning on a normal basis, and so that'd be what I would be thankful for. I'm thankful for shoes. You know, here in America, we have lots of shoes, but a lot of people in the world don't even have a pair, so I'm grateful for having shoes. I would say that I'm thankful for my health because I've had health issues in the past and now I don't have any, so I'm very thankful for having good health now because I know cool. what it's like to not have good health. That's really cool because we take that for granted a lot. We absolutely do. It definitely affected everything that I did on a daily basis, so now that I don't have those issues anymore, I realize how thankful I am and how much I missed thanking God for that. Well, I avoided about two car wrecks on the way over here this morning and about two minutes apart, and I'm just thankful that I had no problems, and here I am. I'm thankful for the man uh, running his podcast right now, um, Steve-O. He's always been an encouragement in my life, and I appreciate that. My name is Rhonda, and I can't start my morning without my coffee. I love it. So you're thankful for coffee? Oh, I'm very thankful for coffee. Very, very. <laughs> I like to uh, share with people and just, just find out how they're doing. So you like hanging out with people and I do. sharing life with them. and Yep, exactly, and just, just find out what's happening in their lives. I thought those were 
or great. Some great things to be thankful for that we normally don't think about. And uh, we start being thankful for some of the smaller things that will only increase our gratitude. That's kind of why I'm, I'm doing this and have us talk about things that we're thankful for that aren't necessarily the big things. Because um, when we think about all the things that we're thankful for, even especially the little ones, um, our, our thankful meter just goes up. And like I said, when our thankful meter goes up, our happy meter goes up right along with it. And they are called happy holidays. However, I do know that, that for some, uh, the happy is a little bit more difficult to come by. For some, they might think it'd be better to call it crappy holidays. <laughs> so I want to drop a few nuggets for people that might have some people in their family that they have a hard time uh, visiting or going to Thanksgiving or the holidays with. Um, you might, they may be passive-aggressive. Uh, they may be aggressive-aggressive. And, and what do you do in those situations? Well, let me give you a few um, happy nuggets that might help you to make your holidays happier. Uh, number one, there is no such thing as a perfect holiday. There is no such thing as a perfect Thanksgiving. When we look back on our memories, we tend to not be fair. We don't see all the details. We see the things that are warm to us, the things that we like. But, man, there has never been a perfect holiday. And when we look back at them, the things that really matter, things that are really important, people are important. That's what's what matters. Uh, uh, the tr- the turkey's never perfect, and if the turkey is perfect when it comes out of the oven, how long does that last before we cut into it and it's no longer perfect anymore? I mean, people snoring too loud, people's political views getting on our nerves, all these different things happen, but they've always happened, and that's not what makes a Thanksgiving perfect. So I want to remove the pressure from you. Perfection can't happen. A perfect Thanksgiving has nothing to do with uh, perfection. A perfect Christmas or New Year's has nothing to do with perfection. It has to do with the people. So when those things happen, just laugh about it. Choose to be happy over choose to be right. We need to be mentally prepared if we're going to go into a more difficult situation. If we're mentally prepared, it'll help us quite a bit. I remember I was just coaching uh, one of our Happy Life coaching clients here uh, a little while ago. And he was getting mad at something, and then he was getting mad at this. And I finally stopped, and I said, hey, why does that make you mad? And he began to explain it to me, why it made him mad. And I said, is that worth getting angry over? And he thought about it. He says, well, no, I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess not. I asked him later another time the same question, and he thought I was setting him up. He thought he shouldn't have gotten mad because mad is not good. And so, But when he began to explain to me um, why that situation made him mad, it had to do with protecting other people. It had to do with other people being dishonored that he was close with, that, that he cared about. And I said, is that a good reason to be angry? And he said, um, well, yeah, I think it is a reason to be angry. And I said, you're exactly right. And there are times when anger is a good thing. Anger is there. God made anger for a reason. There's, it, it drives us to make a decision. It drives us to do something about it. But oftentimes, honestly, we get angry about things that really just don't matter that much. You ever heard the phrase, They make me mad. You know, that just makes me mad. You know what? The truth is no one can make us angry. We have to allow them to. We shouldn't be surprised when people out there try to make us angry. We should be surprised when we allow them to. So be mentally prepared. Go in there knowing that they might get under your skin, but it's okay to get under your skin. Is it worth getting angry over? And if it's not, um, then, then don't allow it to happen. Leave the room. Take a, take a breath. Sometimes what I do is I, I have a, a, a little mental elevator that I go in. I have a video on this called Elevator. Maybe I'll post, a, post that um, 
the link for that in the in the show notes. But I have a mental elevator. When when life around me starts getting crazy, I walk in the elevator and I close the doors. People are still talking. The noise is still going on. But I go in there. You know, in an elevator, there's always elevator music. And and for me, my elevator music is God. I go into the elevator and I say, God, this is driving me crazy. This is what I'm saying in my mind. I'm like, God, help me with this. And and when you go into an elevator, that the music is there to calm you down. And when you, the doors open up, sometimes on the hotel, the floor looks exactly the same, but you're on a whole level up. And so when people are starting to get on your nerves, find a place to go, even if you have to just mentally in your mind go into that elevator. And whatever your elevator music is, just you breathe in, breathe out, go practice your old ma's. <laughs> I know it's not Lamaze. It's been a while. What can I say? Um, but find a way to, to close that elevator so when the elevator doors open, everything is still going on, but, but you've got to a whole nother level. Sometimes the best that we can do is just laugh about it, um, to just relax about it, walk into the other room. So number one, realize that a perfect holiday has nothing to do with perfection. It has to do with the people. Secondly, go into this thing mentally prepared. People are what's important. Let me say this too. Uh, you're not going to change that person. And sometimes we get into heated conversations and each person knows that they're right. Well, if you know you're right, then there's no reason to let them bother you unless you have this expectation. And all anger comes from unmet expectations. If you have this expectation that you've got to convince them that your political party is the right one, convince them that your candidate is the right one, convince them that your way or that your thought or that your morals are right, you don't have to convince them. Take that pressure off of you. It's not your job to convince them. And it's not their job to convince you. If you know you're right, then you can walk away in confidence or just agree to disagree. That's what brings a color to any painting is when we disagree is when the, 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 the tensions rise up a little bit. That's the dark colors that just bring out the bright colors all the more. And there's something about being with family and friends that when we disagree with each other, but we can still walk out of their friends, man, that's a recipe for happiness. So you don't have to change them. Don't change them. Just accept them just the way they are which is exactly what you want them to do with you. So be the first one to model that. And you'll f find out that the crappy will turn into a lot more happy. So remember, crappy and happy often go together. You can't have cold without hot, right? You can't have tall without short, and you can't have happy without crappy. So remember that, and, and there might be some parts of the holidays that are uh, uncomfortable for you, but that's okay. Don't try to get escape those. Don't try to ignore them. Put your fingers in your ear. La, 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 la. I am not listening. <laughs> you don't have to do that. It's okay that parts about the, the holidays are uncomfortable. It's always been that way from the time you were a kid and you could remember these holidays. You just don't always remember them in your memories of them. So it's, it's a happy holidays. And I hope all this helps you to make your holidays happier. Be thankful. Raise your your Thanksgiving meter, and your happy meter is going to go up with it. Happy to I hope that helps. Thanks. Steve Ace.